Welcome back to the Space Between with Sean McClellan. I'm your humble host and void specialist. <laughs> Man, it's been a week, guys. It has been an absolute week for your boy. Uh, April 15th, my father suddenly passed away. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I wouldn't say funny, but, uh, you know, I, I went to a daily devotional that I have, and it said there's only really two things in life that are certain. Death. And taxes. Um, so for him to kind of pass on tax day, I think, you know, God, God got a good collection that day. Uh, I know my dad's a lot better off than he was here. Just, um, wasn't, he wasn't happy. Wasn't, you know, he's kind of, let's say suffering, but he's definitely unhealthy. Um, and it's been weird for me. You know, it was very sudden, uh, his passing. Uh, I think I'm still a little bit in shock from the experience, um, just how I found out and trying to get to the hospital and, and it's everything that was going on that day. Is just it feels like a dream. It was a beautiful day. Um, <clears throat> but he fell on Monday on the, the Monday after Easter. He fell, kind of bumped his head. We took him to the hospital and they found out that he had pneumonia and it was septic. So had he not fallen, hindsight 2020, we never would have known he was septic and he could have passed to the house, excuse me, from that. So God uh, God let him fall so we could figure out what was going on with him, which they pumped him up with uh, with fluids uh, that week. He stayed in the hospital for a few days, making sure all of his numbers and everything were kind of getting back to normal readings. And then he came home on Friday, uh, the 14th of April. And Saturday afternoon, uh, I had a friend of mine in town, Chris Terrio, and uh, we were setting up for a daytime event. And my mom called me, and she was frantic. You know, she was she was praying, she was crying, she was telling me that he'd fallen. And I could I could faintly hear the paramedics in the background saying, "We have a pulse. We have to go." I'm like, "What?" I mean, I took off. I mean, to, to say I was driving recklessly for, I don't know, 20, 30 miles down 45 in excess of 100 miles an hour trying to get to my dad um, would be a lie because I was. I was I was mad. You know, I was frustrated. I was hurt. I was confused. I was mad at God. I was, I was just, I was angry. I was so angry. God, please don't take him today. Not today. You know, I was selfish. I didn't want my dad to die. I didn't want him to leave me. You know, we we got to make amends, or me. I got to make amends with him about a month ago. Um, and just apologize for, you know, all the things that I put him and my mom through. You know, I was able to come clean. You know, we had a good talk. We connected. Um, and he, he told my mom, like, why did that? why did I wait so long? to do that well because you know it, it takes a lot of courage to own your stuff you know if you've ever made a mess of your life it's not too easy to own it you know we want to blame other people for the things that we do the things mistakes that we made we, we want to blame other people we want to blame you know we want to we just want to blame people we don't want to own our stuff we don't want to think that we could do something so heinous and so bad and negative and just disgusting we don't want to own it. 
We want to blame somebody else. We want to blame an environment. As a, we, we just want to blame, man. We just want to blame. But I was able to make an amends on my dad. And uh, it was great, man, you know, getting that bird lifted off of me. And, you know, we, we connected. We talked. And, uh, you know, my dad never – we didn't talk a whole lot about feelings in my house when I was little. You know, we didn't, we just didn't do that. You know, you're, especially for guys. You, you know, guys, don't talk about feelings. You're a sissy, la, la, la. We don't – we never did that. So, you know, I'm very emotional. I'm an emotional guy. You guys know that. I'm very emotional. I'm very in tune with my uh, feelings and sensitivity to emotions and all that stuff. I'm just, that's kind of how I'm built. You know, I don't, I don't shy away from that. I lean into it because that's who I am. That's who God made me to be. But I'm still in shock from my dad leaving, man. You know, when uh, he was here for 27,740 days. And you, you consider that that's the number of days a human life existed 27,740 days. Listen, guys, you know, that is not a long time. My dad was 76 years old. It's not a long time. Your days are numbered. Okay. My days are numbered. And the thing is, nobody knows when that clock's going to be punched. We don't know. My dad didn't know, you know, uh, he didn't know that he would, he would go uh, on, on the 15th of April. He didn't know. You know, he knew that he was in the hospital. He knew that he had broken a rib and, you know, had pneumonia. I seriously doubt he thought he was going to die a day later coming over from the hospital. I seriously doubt that. So the service was on uh, the 19th, uh, Wednesday, this week, just a couple of days ago. It was, a, it was a great service, you know. Dad was a veteran, so we got full military honors. And uh, I'll never forget some, some things you just never forget, man. I just... uh for me, the highlight of the, the, the service at the gravesite was uh, hearing taps play in the background with a muted trumper in the distance. Uh, no, sorry, a muted trumper, a muted trumpet in the distance with um, birds chirping all around us. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. I closed my eyes and I just, uh, I just connected with the moment. You know, my dad's life reflected on his life and all the things that he did for me and my mom, the sacrifices he made so I could have clothes and food and all that stuff, you know, shelter, all the things the Bible says we need. I reflected on his sacrifice for me and my mom. And, you know, dad, you know, you, uh, you encourage a lot of people. That's another thing I found out about my dad on um, the service after the, the burial site was that, um, you know, he, he had a thing at church. He was called the candy man. So he had this little bag of Tootsie Rolls with him. And all the kids would come up to him, you know, for kids, it was Tootsie Rolls for uh, adults. It was peppermint. So he, uh, he always had that bag with him. And, um, you know, the, the pastor Bruce was telling me that he would encourage kids all the time. Um, I never knew that about my dad, that he would encourage people. You know, my dad was kind of stubborn, you know, he was kind of set in his ways and, but I never, I never knew or thought that he was an encourager. So hearing that to me, it just makes it fills me up because now I know where I get that part of me from. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I get things from both parents. I get the creativity stuff from my mom and, I, and, and now I know where I get my encouragement gene from. It's from my dad. And it's funny to me. He, he went to church for so long with that bag. Uh, I met some people at the church that were kids um, on the, at the service the other day. And, uh, they're like, you know, we all, we were all texting. It was like 15 or 20 of us kids. And we we're all like texting each other. The candy man passed away. The candy man passed away. Some of these kids now were grown and have their own families. That's how long my dad has been giving out candy and encouraging these kids. Um, 
I was beside myself, man. You know, I was, I was happy. I was sad. I was, you know, I mean, it's just a whole gamut of emotions. And he never lost a parent or a loved one or a sibling. Um, probably one of the hardest things you're ever going to go through. Um, for me, I think the grieving process is different for everybody. And I think it's going to take me some time to, to work through that. I still think I'm kind of numb to everything right now. I'm sure it's going to hit me one of these days. And I just kind of have to lean into it. Um, you know, everything I know about um, suppressing your emotions is not healthy for us, um, especially for me, having an addiction in my past. And I want to escape when, um, when I start feeling a certain type of way. And I'm going to have to really regulate myself and uh, make sure I don't slip back into old patterns um, so I can navigate through this in a positive way and, and be there for my mom and everybody else who's been impacted by this. So I just tell that to you today. I tell you the story about my father passing because our time here is so limited, guys. Uh, we don't have a lot of time here. And you need to make sure that while you're here, you're impacting as much as many people's life as you can while you're here. You need to connect with them. You need to lift them up. You need to pour into them positivity, encouragement, blessings, all this stuff. You need to pour into people. You know, you have a story. I don't know what your story is. I don't know where you've been. I don't know what you've been into. I don't know your story, but everybody has one. My dad had one. I have one. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are a person who feels that you have a message inside of you. You don't know how to maybe get it out. You maybe don't know how to clarify it. You don't, you can't see it because you're in the frame. Okay. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with you. I would love to help you figure out how to frame your message and show you how to blast it out to the world, you know? And that, that's why I do this podcast. I mean, it's like therapy for me, guys. It, it really is. I mean, this, this talk today, I haven't recorded in a few days because I've had people and guests in town and, and dealing with family stuff, but uh, it's therapy for me to get on here and talk to you and maybe encourage you to think about life a little differently because we only have one. We all have an expiration date and none of us know when that time's going to come. So I encourage you today to start living your life on your terms with no regrets. Okay. No, nobody wants to go to the grave with regrets. Okay. N nothing is going to be worse when you come to the end of your days and realize your life could have been completely different if you chose to make some different decisions. If you choose to make some different choices, you know, my dad, he was, you know, he was unhealthy. Stuck on, there's no reason to beat around the bush. He was unhealthy. Uh, his, his health, was a direct correlation to uh, the decisions and choices he made over the course of the years to not take care of himself. You know, he was on 15 or 20 uh, pharmaceutical pills for God knows everything, man, you know, cholesterol, COPD, blood pressure, uh, you know, anxiety, depression, you know, um, just all sorts of stuff, man. You know, like anybody on that many cocktails, each, each one of those cocktails has probably four or five side effects. I mean, no, no wonder he was miserable. You know, I'd be miserable. Any, anybody would be miserable. Let's just be honest. Anybody would be miserable in that state. So my challenge to you today is start making some different choices. You want to change your life, change your choices. It can happen in an instance. I would love to help you. I would love to hear about your story. I'd love to hear about your message. Did you, did you think you had that you want to share with the world? I would love to show you how simple it is blast it out to the world okay you guys can reach me at linkwithshawn.com bypass all the other avenues linkwithshawn.com book a call get on my calendar let's have a conversation about you and your dream all right thank you so much for letting me share today i can't tell you how much it means to me to share um, the story of my dad's life with you um 
And during this time, I really appreciate your prayers. A lot of people reached out. It's been great. I thank you so much for your prayers. Please keep them coming because we're going to need it in the days to come when everybody gets back to living their life. And um, kind of the dust settles. It's kind of we're kind of then we can start really working through some of this grief. So thank you so much. I really hope this message blesses you today. Would you do me a favor also? Get on over to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating for the show, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. I would greatly appreciate it and be so humble. All right. We'll see you guys next time on The Space Between. And just like that, another void has been filled in The Space Between. Hey, listen, you're obviously a podcast listener. You're listening to this podcast, which I appreciate you. Have you ever thought about launching your own? Are you somebody who feels like I've got a message, but I'm not quite clear what it is or who would ever want to hear it? Let's do this. Let's have a conversation. I'll kind of take you behind the scenes of the Space Between podcast, show you how I do it. And worst case scenario, you'll have three really simple steps that you can use right now to understand what your message is and how to get it out there. Go to linkwithshawn.com, S-E-A-N, linkwithshawn.com. Book a call, pick a time that works for you, and let's have a conversation about you and your message, all right? We'll see you on the call. Freedom, 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 freedom.